Hey, it's Kathy. I just want to let you know that I'm doing a free five-day workshop. It's called the Abundance Activation Challenge, and it starts today. And it's not too late for you to join us. Today is the last day to join. Go to kathyheller.com slash five day to sign up. The pre-party has been happening and it's been such a blast. There's so many high vibe women in there who are ready to call in more abundance. I know that you will love that you showed up for this. I'll be live at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern every day this week, teaching you how to become a master manifester. You are just going to have the best time. If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. How are you? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I love you guys. I'm thinking about you all the time. And I just wanted to say one more time, because we can never talk about it enough, that this whole imposter syndrome, this whole thing that's going on for everybody, it's just got to go. I have seen how self-doubt kills far more dreams than failure ever will. I see so many talented, kind, generous people every single day sitting on the sidelines, overthinking things, and it is so painful to watch. You don't have to be an expert and you don't have to have it all figured out. I want you to trust yourself. I want you to trust your gut. If you feel drawn to make something, to create something, do it. And the other day, Seth Godin posted something on his Instagram. I just loved it. He posted the thoughts that he thinks run through our heads like, what right do you have to raise your hand to show up to contribute? One day they'll see right through you. You're not as good as you think you are. That's what they're going to say. You'll be outed as a fraud. And he said, this is called imposter syndrome, and it is an affliction for everyone from all walks of life, particularly from those who seek to lead or create. And here's the truth. And this is what he said, and it's so brilliant. You are an imposter. We all are. There's no sense in denying it. No one can be certain that our ideas are good. No one can guarantee that our work is going to resonate. We don't know for sure that our contributions are going to fly, but we contribute anyway, not because we're perfect, but because we're generous. He, and he went on to say, he goes, I'm an imposter. And he said, and I care enough to still contribute, to still show up and to raise my hand and to make things and to lead. And he reminded all, all of us, we need you. And we do. And I love that so much. He's so right. It's not relevant whether you can guarantee some result. You're going to contribute to the world simply because you're generous, simply because you desire to make something beautiful and you desire to make an impact. And the more you take action, by the way, the more clarity you're going to have around what that thing really is that you're here to offer. And the more you're going to serve the world the way you were intended to. And it takes tremendous courage to care enough to make things that you want to give to other people and and to do it even before you're sure that it's perfect. And you know why you do that? You do it because you feel compelled to add this thing to the world. You feel compelled to make this beautiful piece of art or to bake something or to blog or to do your podcast. And ultimately, the thing that everyone is seeking is to connect. So please don't underestimate how rare and how powerful it is to just show up, to just open your heart. The world needs so much of that. So share what you feel inclined to share because it's beautiful 
just as it is. I just think it's really enough. And I was talking to my friend, Laura Belgrade the other day, and we were on Voxer together. And she said, Kathy, you know what you are? You're like a creativity coach. And it was such a beautiful compliment. Thank you, Laura. And um, she said, you give us permission to extract all the beauty that's already inside of us by making it easier for us, by telling us we don't have to be perfect and just encouraging us to speak from our heart and reminding us that these things that we think are just so terrible or not worth anyone's time, just reminding us that there's nuggets of goodness in there. I really appreciate that she said that. And I do think that that is at the heart of why I show up here and do this podcast and why I show up and post on Instagram and why I care about connecting with as many of you as I can, because I do love people. And I know that you were all once these seven and eight-year-old little kids. And it's so easy. It's so effortless to see how awesome you are and how magical you are. And then something happened where you started to criticize yourself or started to think you had to please someone or have a certain outcome and you stopped letting yourself be messy and you have so much to contribute and you're so hard on yourself so unnecessarily. And I want to make that space for you to give yourself a break and let yourself just make things and not need them to be great. Just let yourself create and trust. Trust that little kid. There's a reason why they love doing something or why they're curious about something or why they want to explore that thing. You were put here to do that. And it's true that like my work is my work, right? So if you say, well, there's no room for me, there's already Jen Sincero, there's already Mandy Moore, there's already Jenna Fisher. It's like, well, that's true. If you want to do Jenna Fisher's job, it's taken, but not yours. So yeah, there's no room for you to do the other person's work in this world, but there is a job that only you can do and so that chair is always empty waiting for you. And that's why I am so, so excited to be doing this new membership program. It's called the Don't Keep Your Day Job Inner Circle. And it's going to be open for enrollment very soon. In fact, the first month is going to be special, like a founding members situation. It's going to be a price that's going to be only for you guys when you first get in early. And it's going to be really neat. We're going to do a monthly coaching session where I will come on and over Zoom video chat, we will go over some of the key things that came up in the podcast that month. And we will talk about how you can really apply that to your life and how you can see results start to materialize because these aren't just episodes. These are ideas that have actually helped the people on this show to achieve the things that they really are so proud of that make them feel really fulfilled. And I want you to have them as more than just these passing thoughts, but I want you to really be able to, to integrate them into your life and to start to see the needle moving forward. And so that's going to be one big piece of it. And also I'll be doing things for the inner circle that I don't do in general. Like I will be letting you know who I'm about to interview and I'll say, Hey, I'm about to interview so-and-so. Do you have any questions for her? Do you have any questions for him? And I'll take some of those questions and I'll ask those in the interview and I'll take you behind the scenes and I'll give you some homework after every coaching call so that you have some of that accountability. I think it's really important. And I also think that you will get value just from the cohort itself, just from being a part of a collective of people who are really serious about making this change in their life. So if you want to sign up to get on the waiting list to find out when the doors are going to open. You can find the link in the show notes. You can also find the link in my Instagram bio. It's the first link if you click there. And yeah, I just really can't wait to spend more time with you guys. 
And today I'm going to share a piece of a coaching call I did last week with those of you who got the bonus from pre-ordering my book. And if you pre-order my book before May 28th, you get three of these coaching calls, plus you get a free masterclass on what are the essential steps to going from day job to dream job and it's free. You don't want to miss it. If you're going to pre-order the book anyway, at some point, you may as well pre-order it before May 28th so that you get that free masterclass plus three free coaching sessions. And you can do that if you go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book. And if you scroll down, uh, you can order the book and then you can put in your information to grab your bonuses. But one thing that keeps coming up in the group is this question, how do I build my audience? How do I connect with the people who are going to want what I have to offer? So today, we're diving deep into that topic, plus some of the other struggles that surface around mindset and, of course, limiting beliefs that get in the way. I love doing these coaching sessions, which is why I'm so excited to start the membership and why I'm giving away a few more coaching sessions for those of you who pre-order the book. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hi, guys. So what was the best thing you did for yourself today? The best thing I did for myself today is instead of going to get my hair blown out, I said, I am going to take a walk without my phone. And so I left my phone and I went for a walk. And not only was it awesome and beautiful because the jacarandas are out and that's just so cool, but on the way back walking, I saw a friend who's an incredibly deep, gifted, loving, successful soul. And he went honk, honk. And I said, hey. And he said, oh my gosh, what a gift to run into you. And I said, look at this. I took a walk. And because I took the walk, I saw him. And then he said, let me drive you home because I wanted to catch up with you. So he drove me home and we sat and I cried my eyes out because he's such an incredibly kind person that it brought tears to my eyes. And I felt like I was just given this masterclass because he sees so clearly what it is that makes us successful. What it is that makes us rich? You know what it is? It's helping other people. It's actually contributing. It's making a difference. It's remembering why you do this thing you like to do in the first place. We think that the way that we're going to become successful is by having the perfect hashtag by having the perfect funnel, by understanding how to get people into your brick and mortar. All of those things are helpful tools and we need to get it and it makes sense to get it and you got to take action and you got to be smart and not spin your wheels. You got to know what the right action is to take, but it's all this. It's all this. You know what he just said to me? He said, there's so many people who are lost and they're broken, and they're taking medicine. And you know what? Medicine is good. It's part of the work. It makes sense. He said, it. he goes, but you know what does it? The human heart. The human heart. He goes, you know when your kids have a fever? You're going to give them Tylenol. You need to. I get it. He goes, but you know what they need? They need a kiss on the forehead. They need a hug. That's what we need. And so I think that the reason you're sitting here is because you know that. That's what unites us. We're big-hearted human beings who want to do something that matters in this world. And that's being rich. That's being so rich. So I'm so grateful that I took a walk today. As I was walking, I was like, I just know that when you trust the whisper, it leads you exactly where you need to be. 
you just have to stop and realize that so much of this stuff, it's just a knowing. It's like gravity. You can't see it, but you just know it's there. You can feel it. A friend of mine said to me the other day, he said, imagine if you walked in and turn on the lights, you're in this room and people scream, surprise, happy birthday. Oh my goodness, surprise. And you're going, oh my God. And you say to them, guys, you know what's so crazy? You know what's so weird? Today is my birthday. This is insane. Oh my God, today's my birthday. And they're looking at you like you're nuts and they go, yeah, we know. We've been planning this. We all got together. We planned every single logistic of this. And you're like, I don't get that. And they're like, what do you mean you don't get it? Sometimes there are things that are happening that are absolutely true. You're just not in the know and it doesn't make it not true. The whole surprise party has been planned. There's weeks of love and organizational pieces and heart and creativity being poured into this party. And it's very, very real. And it's very much happening. And you weren't in the know. It doesn't mean it's not been happening just because you don't know it. There's so much going on like that all the time where there's, there's technology at work that's spiritual. There's things in play. Just because you can't see it doesn't make it not happening. There's so much happening like that all the time. It is all how you look at it. It's like standing next to the ocean. And instead of looking, like in my case, looking west, you're looking east. So you see busy world of people and buildings. And you're like, this is it. This is the universe. And then someone just taps you on the shoulder and says, just turn around. And you're like, no, 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 I got it. The world is filled with concrete. It's busy. People are running around. And no, 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 just turn around. And you literally turn around, but you're exactly in the same place. You're just turning your perspective and all you see is ocean. And you're like, what? That's what reality is? So all of the time it's like this. And we have to recognize that your brain, all of our minds are wired to look for negativity, to look for problems. That's what they're there to do. That's what they're designed to help protect you. So they're constantly looking for what you need to be protected from. And they're sometimes going to create drama because it, your brain needs to be stimulated and it's going to look for something to chew on. So we have to direct our perspective and you can completely change it. Completely change it. So anyway, I want you to type it into the comments. What is the thing that you feel you're struggling with the most? What is it? Okay, I'm going to read through some of these. Getting noticed, getting traffic, narrowing in on my niche. How do you build an audience? Getting my artwork in front of more people. Do I get a job or go all in on starting my business? Great. I want to talk about, let's talk about those two things for a second. So building an audience might be as far as tactical, strategic, important things to focus on in terms of what action to get into, that might be the most important action, building an audience. Whatever it is that you're going to offer, whether it's coffee or journals or your coaching services, whatever it is, you need people to offer it to. So 
when you're building your audience, I want you to understand that comfort and greatness don't go together. We want to be comfortable more than we want to have greatness in our lives most of the time. And if we can learn to be comfortable with the discomfort, then we actually can get what we really want, which is that greatness. We crave it because what comfort gives you is tons of knowledge of the Netflix shows, you know, or they're, they know everything about this hero's journey in Game of Thrones, but what about being the hero in their own movie? So we need to get uncomfortable. And what that looks like, and this is the hard part, is the consistency. It's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to do this. It is so hard for me. I'm going to post my blog or show up on Instagram or post one episode of a podcast or create a Facebook group and show up once. But can you commit to do that? Because if you go back and watch the early videos of Gary Vee or Marie Forleo or Amy Porterfield or my first episode, whatever, whoever you want to look at, there's what to be learned about making it into a masterpiece. And I mean, Gary Vee's original videos, he was talking to like four people, right? So, and it didn't catch fire until it was, it wasn't even his 15th video or his 60th. We're talking about like a, like 300 videos in. The time is going to pass anyway. God willing, you're going to be here for a while. So you may as well be busy clocking in like Malcolm Gladwell says, those 10,000 hours, right? Um, so building an audience is really important. And the thing that people forget is to let it be easy. The showing up every day and or once a week or whatever is going to be your template to be consistent, that's going to be putting you in a place of discomfort. But what to do when you're showing up, that's where we can let it be easy. What we don't understand is that what people would much rather um, see is you. And that is the only difference between your product and someone else's, your Etsy shop and someone else's. What's the difference? You. That's the difference. So showing up and creating a community and an audience is awesome. And um, engaging with them. You know, people put make it so hard because we, we demand that we, we're the ones like, you know, you've got to do it all. What about engaging with them, asking them questions? And it depends on what it is, but I'd like to suggest, and we did this on my retreat with the women who were here. I said to them, can you think of five or six riffs, things that you can just talk about? Um, when you're thinking about creating an audience, all of a sudden people get really, really scared and they get tongue tied. Like what content do I have to create? What does that even mean? I'm not, I'm not a good speaker. I'm not a good video editor. I don't know how to blog. I, what, what does that mean? There's no way I can build an audience. So let me ask you like this. Imagine if your thing was stones and crystals, right? Like that's your thing. So you might be like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to create content around that. But imagine you're sitting at a dinner party and everyone's going around and the host says, you know what? Everyone's going to talk for a few minutes about the thing that they do that when they do it, time stands still. That's the question on the table. Everyone gets a second to go around and answer. So it comes to you and you say, 
I love stones and crystals and I'm, I'm just made, I just made this up. It just came to me right now. So this person starts to talk and they talk for a couple of minutes about why they love it. And they think they're tapped out. And then later on, they walk into the other room and one of the guests at the table was really interested. And this person says to them, well, tell me more about it. Like, why did you get into that? And this person says, oh, you know, it's an interesting story. Like I used to not be open or interested in any of that stuff, but I had this thing happen in my life and it led me to something else. And I got into holistic stuff and I, and there's this whole journey of like how it actually came to be. And then the person's really fascinated. So they say, well, I don't know anything about it. So can you tell me like, tell me more about what it is? Like, what, what is this thing that you do? And, and you say, oh, well, you know, one stone stands for self-love and one stone stands for clear. And I don't, I'm making this up. And, and you're like, wow, you're fascinated. The person you're going off and you're realizing how much you have inside of you to talk about, about this thing. And then there's another question. Then the person says to you, well, well, let's say I'm going through this kind of thing. What kind of stone would I need? And you say, oh, well, like this would be really good. And you're, you kind of go off on it and you realize like you didn't know you had all of this to say, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like, like you could keep talking about this. So when it comes to what you love, whether it's you teach a writing course, whether it's you help people with creativity, whether you like to do quilting, whether you are a baker, you're going to think to yourself, I, I don't know what that means, build an audience, create, well, what do you mean? Like, you do know what that means. You do know what that means. You don't think you do. Again, it's that, that's so easy. It couldn't be just be that. Um, and we just have to ask ourselves these questions. Like, what are those different things that you could talk about? So you can write a list and say, the what? Like, what is this thing? And like, just pull out from that three pieces of this thing that you could talk about. Like, if creativity is your thing, what is that? What does that mean to you? Be creative. Why? That's the other question. Why did you get into that? Where is that coming from that this is so important to you? And then the last question is how? How do you do it? And you might be like, oh, well, here's one thing that kids can do. Here's one thing adults can do. Here's how it helps. Here's how it works. And next thing you know, you're like, I have so much to say about this. That's really important. And then you would do some kind of a content calendar. You would create like a content calendar and you would start to put this stuff into play and you would be doing this ongoing. And boy, does that create an audience. Are you guys hearing what I'm saying? Anyone have any questions around this? So Silly Tilly Wenzel, what a great name. She says, I do make lots of content, but it's still hard to get an audience, perhaps with more patience and time. Well, how long have you been doing this? And what have you been doing to grow your audience? So we need to remember again, that building an audience is about a conversation, right? It's two ways. It's a dialogue. So we want to take in, we want to receive, we want to make people feel heard. Do you know that the number one thing that people need more than anything else is a space to feel heard? So how can we give a space for that? We created this don't keep your day job Facebook group, which is just a free don't keep your day job Facebook group. And 
we encourage you to drop links to your stuff and share what you're going through. Like, and I know in a lot of groups, it's like, please don't share. And we're here. It's like, no, no, please share. And it's created this really beautiful support system for people where they know this is a place you can share. This is a place you can ask for resources. Hey, I'm doing this, but I need a graphic designer. Oh, I can help you. What do you guys think of this? It's a prototype. Is it good? Is it not good? Here's my Instagram. What do you guys think? Are you, that is beautiful. And it winds up doing its own thing. And I have friends say to me, how do you keep it so engaged? I'm like, I, I make a space for people to share and talk to each other. Also about 10 months ago, I had this idea. I said, you know, we're doing episodes once a week where we interview really successful human beings. That's great. I said, but you know, what'd be really cool is if I added a second episode where we talk to listeners and we talk about their wins and we interview them or we let them, you know, share what's going on in their lives. Um, or we play clips of them talking and me coaching people through things. And people really love that. And it's, again, it's the thing that you think is too easy. It actually becomes the thing that's like this elixir. So um, I'd love to see you guys weaving this stuff in. Another thing that's really important is outreach. Okay. So we can put things everywhere, sparkly, beautiful things. It doesn't mean people are going to find them. So we have to go find our people. We have to go find our people and let them know that this is here for them. So when you post content online, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook groups or a podcast or a blog, that's where you're sort of putting the breadcrumbs on the beach and saying to the seagulls, come, this is here for you if you want it. And it invites them to come find you. But then there's going to find them. And we want to push from both sides. We want to have things that are there where people can find them. But we also want to go to our people and we want to go see where they're at and find them directly. So we talked about the crystal thing. Okay, so let's use that example. So if a person was really interested in that stuff and they had all this to say about it, there's already an audience for people who love to talk about that stuff. Where are they already hanging out? Well, they might already be reading certain blogs or certain online magazines. They might already go to certain shops. They might already go to certain events. So one thing I might do is create an article out of some of the stuff I like to talk about, you know, three ways to align your chakra. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know any of this stuff. I'm just making it up. Uh, three, three things to keep in mind when you're feeling low or when you get sick, three holistic approaches to, to getting healthy. You can make it up. And then reach out to people who already have an audience who, by the way, need content all the time because they've already now created an online blog or, a, or an online magazine that, you know, they're giving, that's their promise to their audience. Like you come here and this is delivered. So you can reach out and see if you can guest post, right? And at the bottom of your article, you can say for more, you know, you can follow me on Instagram or whatever it is. How else can you do it? Well, think of the different ways that you can go to your audience. Another thing to remember is the cost of attention right now on Facebook ads, which also owns Instagram, the cost of attention is so cheap. In fact, I heard someone say the window is closing. Like within the next two to three years, the big brands that have lots and lots of money like Coca-Cola and Nike, these big brands, they're already seeing that the return on their investment from advertising on television and billboards is not 
happening like it used to. And the, the, the place to put their dollars is really online. And so we need to understand that that's such a great tool. And why is it a great tool? Because there are people sitting on Facebook right now who are already self-identified as being in your audience. They're already saying, I love creativity workshops. I've already followed this person who's similar to the stuff that you do. And then you can create if you want, if you're comfortable on video, a video, if you're not, you can create something that's like a cheat sheet. If you're not comfortable doing that, you can just, you can be, there's so many different things that you can be sending through the Facebook ad manager that land in the lap of your person. Then there's also in the real brick and mortar, real 3d world, not online. So the question to ask is like, where is my audience? Where are they hanging out? If I'm, let's say I teach piano to kids. So who's my buyer? Well, they're moms of kids, mostly parents, right? So maybe I think, okay, where do they go? Well, maybe I call the schools and I say, can I put together a free workshop to talk about the benefits of music in a child's life? And I offer that as like a breakfast and learn thing for some schools. And there I'm going to my audience and then talking about my method of teaching piano to children. And I allow these people then to know what I'm offering and I do that for free and I show them the love and the, and then maybe I offer them a free lesson and they can come that gets them in the door. Is this making sense guys? So Anna said, this is where I am. How do I find my audience? I hear Kathy talking about it so much, but still get stuck. I think it's a confidence thing. You're very brave to say that. And usually we will believe that what's holding us back is that we don't have the perfect plan worked out or that we would start, but our website isn't ready or that we would start. And it's usually just a confidence thing. You're right. Because no one's ready. And I don't know anyone who, when they started, had it all figured out or the perfect website or the perfect everything. They just did it. We have to, again, go back to, it's going to be uncomfortable and I'm doing it anyway. I'm not waiting to be ready. And it's amazing how it sounds so scary and it sounds so difficult, but most people are not showing up and they're not doing things consistently. I heard a statistic that most podcasts run for seven episodes and then there's something called pod fade and they stop. So you can't say, well, the people who have successful podcasts are the best people in the world to do it. They're the most talented. They're the most interesting. They're the best speakers. Maybe they're the people who had the most perseverance. Maybe they're the people with the most courage. Maybe they're the people who just still did it or still doing it. The how is actually not difficult, but doing it at all is. And, and what's amazing is confidence comes every time you begin. The confidence comes and then you won't believe how the courage starts to come because you're gaining confidence by going forward. So in order to go forward, we need to take action. And the reason we get stuck here is because it requires accountability here. And it requires responsibility for what is. And we don't want to take that. We want to blame it on our spouse, our parents, the government, anybody but us. That is just so not it. When we take responsibility, what has to come along with that is letting go of the shame. 
there shouldn't be shame because everybody's got their stuff. And the reason it's hard to take responsibility is because we have too much shame. We're so hard on ourselves. But if you can be loving to yourself and kind to yourself and understand that everybody has broken parts, then you, you can say, you know what? The best thing I can do is have a cup of tea in the morning and invite all parts of myself to come with me. I'm going to invite the parts of self-sabotage, the parts that are courageous, all of it. You're all welcome. And we talked about that, uh, Stephen Levinson and I, um, the writer of Dear Evan Hansen, how his favorite part in the show is when Evan talks about the lie that he told and how we're all so judgmental. We want to be so self-righteous and it's because we're so judgmental of ourselves and we don't make space for the parts of us that are messy. It's okay. It's really okay. No one has it all together. And aren't those the people you want to be around? Isn't that the friend you'd rather go to Cabo with? Or do you want to go, you want to go hang out with the perfect person? Good luck with that. So there's no shame. It's all love. Everyone's messy. It's great. It's what makes us so fun and so deep and so helpful to other people because your mess is your message. Your pain is your purpose. You can't help somebody out of a well unless you've been down there. So it's so good. It's all good. And, you know, it's amazing. As soon as I started saying, as soon as I said, take responsibility, nine people jumped off the call. I'm not joking. I was like, I knew it was going to happen too. But if they would have heard what I said two minutes later, they would have been okay. It's like, we're so mean to ourselves. We, we la- give ourselves lashes. That's why we can't break through. Because when we see where we maybe need to take responsibility, as soon as it's not somebody else's fault, we're so mean to ourselves. Here's the thing. Everything that we've been able to get through was brilliant. It's a survival skill. It's a coping mechanism. Thank God you had that. Anything that stands in our way, it was brilliant. You know what it was? It was a strategy for you to avoid pain. There's nothing wrong with you. That makes sense. There was a little girl or a little guy inside of you at that time who desperately needed that. Thank God you're smart enough to figure out a way to avoid pain. But now there are times where we don't actually have a tiger in the living room. We don't need that same survival strategy. So we need to drop it off and let it go somewhere else. And now it's actually causing us more pain, right? So very often these survival skills, we just, we don't see them as that. And we don't need to beat ourselves up around it. We just need to say, yeah, I don't need to do that anymore. Okay. Last thing somebody said, do I go all in? on my dream job or do I take a job job or stay at my job? And there's a few fundamental things that I'm here to really be able to help you with. You know, obviously there's a lot of self-love that I'm here to give you. Maybe that's the biggest thing, right? Is this permission to be messy and to love yourself and all that. But then there's a few specific strategic things. How do you figure out how to monetize what you love? That's something I'm really into and I love it. It's fun to ideate on. Here's the thing I love doing. How do I make that into a business? Boy, is that fun. And then another piece of it is how do I now build that? What are the tools to build that? Before you even go there, a lot of the times people say to me, but I have this day job and it's like crushing my soul. 
Do I just quit and just jump? And my advice is no. I don't think that's the best way to do it. I think that there's a much better way where you can get so much further. And how I look at it is this. First, change the way you look at that day job and turn it into your investor. So now that day job is like the investor for your dream. And now you don't have to resent it. You can see it as something that's a valuable resource, okay? So while that's going on, what are you doing? What's valuable? What's important? What can you be building so that you can say six months from now, I want to be able to leave. A year from now, I want to be able to leave. Three months from now, I want to, whatever it's going to be for you. What can you be doing in those next several, in that short window to get ready so that you're building a runway so that when it's time to go, you have something to go to. And here's where starting is really important. And you don't need to, in fact, what most people do, if they quit and take the leap, then all of a sudden they're stressed out, they're scared, they're worried, and they're not starting. They have tons of free time. They don't know what to do, where to start, what to work on. The money's not coming in. They just go right back to another day job. So that's not necessarily the most helpful route. What's helpful is understanding that before you just leap, it's good to build a bridge and to start seeing that certain things are already starting to take form, like building an audience, like understanding how to engage other people, like doing some outreach, finding your audience, talking to them, testing ideas, getting their feedback, giving to them, making those deposits. So you start building an understanding of what it is that you're actually making who you're actually making it for and what it is that they need and the product or the service or the event or the thing starts to grow, starts to be dynamic. You start to understand it. You start to give to the people who are on the other side of that and start to bring in their feedback so that that podcast is more in line with what they need. The audience for it is growing. The product, those cupcakes you're making, you've tested it. You've gone to a few of the local farmer's markets. You saw that the one they liked best was the bacon, maple, whatever. You're working it through. You're starting to give samples. You're starting to offer those free consultations for the home organizing. You're starting to see where you're good, what people love about it. You're starting to gather testimonials. There's so much you can be doing so that three months from now, if you go and quit, You've already made a few bucks doing it. You already have a little bit of a rhythm. You already know your audience. There's already something there that you can now be busy building as opposed to sitting idly going, I just quit. I don't know what to do. So that's my advice. And that's why I keep talking about what are some of these fundamental things. So in business, there's certain processes like understanding your audience, giving to them. There's certain ways of giving. There's certain ways of doing outreach. There's certain kinds of things you can do that's more about the audience. That's more about the empathy that actually shows there's so much data that shows you're not working with machines you're working with people. So what we really have to do is figure out for every seven touches, you can make a withdrawal. Every seven deposits, we have to give. We have to make a whole sort of a calendar of what we're giving, how we're giving, how we're showing up, how we're engaging. And then the thing builds itself. It's so easy at that point. We know exactly what we're building. We know who we're building it for. We're not selling. We already have this all going on. So I'm excited about all those things coming up. And we're going to keep chilling together and talking. See, aren't you glad you bought the book? Like, you're getting this stuff for free and it's so fun. 
Everyone has something that's easy. It's if you have a gift inside of you, you can monetize this. This is not rocket science. We can do this. And then the cool thing is there's more goodness floating around the world. There's more, there's more people teaching things. There's more people making things. There's more shops on main street that offer things. There's more programs. There's more beauty. Like let's do it. Let's get it all out there. So I would like to see you do some homework. And we talked about those limiting beliefs And what I'd love to see, if you're brave, you could practice being brave here, post in the group even one of those limiting beliefs and what's the flip side? What's the new mantra? What's the new empowering truth that you're going to tell yourself instead of that? Can you do that? Can you post one of those limiting beliefs and then the actual truth? I just want you to watch Because I think all the time we think, why bother? It's all been done. There's no room for me. It does not take much to stand out. When you think, why bother? It's hard to stand out. It's already been filled up. You're wrong. You are racing against three other people, basically. And that's why there's room for all of you. And guess what? There will be room for everybody, too. There's room for more bagel shops and coconut cake pops and children's illustrators but people just assume that there's no point. And that's just an excuse. It's just because they want to give themselves that as an excuse. I would do it, but why bother? No, you're just uncomfortable. So you want to pin it on that. It's not true. Just watch, show up, do the homework, take advantage of resources, all of that stuff. It's just amazing. So I love hanging out with you guys. It is so much fun. Thank you for the gratitude. Thank you for the hearts. I feel it. I'm sending it back to you. You guys lift me up like a million balloons. Have an awesome day and I'll talk to you soon. I hope you guys found this helpful. And if you feel so inclined, go ahead and do that homework. That homework that I mentioned at the end. Why don't you go ahead and write down your biggest limiting belief and then write down the flip side of that. And if you're feeling brave, you can post it in our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. I know that sounds scary, but I think what you'll find is that There's a lot of beautiful souls in our community and they're going to be there to rally behind you and say, same here. I get you. I see you. Okay. So remember the deadline has been extended to May 28th. If you want to get in on the free masterclass plus three bonus coaching sessions, go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book and you can get in on that. Also, if you want to be in the loop when the doors open for the Don't Keep Your Day Job Inner Circle membership, uh, then go to the show notes. There is a link to get on the wait list. You can also find that link in my Instagram bio at kathy.heller. All right, let's talk about your wins. So Jessica posted in our Facebook group and said, I had my first art show this weekend in Dallas. It rained and hailed the entire time, but I sold three pieces of my jewelry and got lots of compliments. Humble beginnings. Jessica, that's awesome. Way to stick it through the crummy weather and you did it anyways. I'm so proud of you. I'm positive that you have many more art shows and sales in your future. So please keep us posted as your business is growing. You guys can check out her beautiful jewelry at hardywraps.com and on Facebook at Hardy Wraps. That's H-A-R-D-Y Wraps, W-R-A-P-S. All right, next one is from Malia. She shared this in our Facebook group. Thank you, Kathy, for encouraging me to quit my side job because I didn't want to just build somebody else's dream. With that time, I worked on self-publishing my idea for music theory staff 
staff paper. And after many, many small steps, I've made it to this moment. Today, I received complimentary copies from my publisher, Hal Leonard, and I'm just freaking out. It's no wonder they are the best in the business. They did an amazing job with my product. Soon, you're going to see Music Theory staff paper at Guitar Center, Barnes & Noble, and my goal is to get it into Urban Outfitters, Paper Source, and Target. The podcast and Kathy's live events have absolutely been a large part of my journey and given me the support and inspiration and self-development I so desperately needed to get to this point. I'm grateful to this community of creative entrepreneurs who believe anything is possible because it is. Malia, that is amazing. And it's been such an incredible experience to walk with you through this journey. I remember when you first told me about this in October, it's really just the beginning. I'm so impressed by how far you've come, how you stuck with it. And I can't wait to see where this takes you. You deserve it. If you guys want to check out Malia's work, her website is musictheoryshop.com. Go give her some love. Well, I love you guys very, very much. I'm well aware that you could be doing a million things with your time instead of listening to the show. And it means the world to me. You guys are the best. Thank you. You're my people. I love you. I see you. I get you. I know what it's like to be this big hearted human being who just wants to do good things in the world. And you're like, how come my friends who are doing accounting or law or real estate have figured out how to make a living? How do I make a living doing this thing that adds some beauty to the world that I really want to contribute I'm here for you. I get it. If you guys have a win you want to share, you can go ahead and post it in our wonderful Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group, or you can DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller. Please subscribe to the show if you haven't already, and take a second and share either this episode or another episode with someone who you think could really be inspired by this because you have no idea it might ignite something in them. It might help them recommit to that gift that's inside of them. It might be all that they needed to just have that little push to go forward, doing the thing that's going to make them happier and adding their goodness to the world. Thank you for listening. I'll leave you with another song of mine. Have an awesome weekend. Don't forget, if you haven't pre-ordered the book already, you can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book and you can pre-order the book before May 28th, which will give you a free masterclass on how to go from day job to dream job. Plus, I'll be doing three free coaching sessions. So go ahead and grab your copy. If you buy a copy for a friend, you can also get your friend in on those bonuses as well, just so you know. And... Sign up on the wait list if you want to get in on the Don't Keep Your Day Job inner circle and you want to be there to find out when the doors open for the membership. I'll also be posting that stuff on my Instagram so you can follow me there to get more updates. Have an awesome weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. If dreams are made of paper, let's make paper mache. We'll build a world together with our hands. And if hope is made of helium, we'll be like balloons and float away. Wouldn't that be grand? Nothing lasts forever, so we're all a little scared. But we're not giving up that easy, no, we wouldn't dare. Hey, hey, Mr. Sun, don't you set tonight?
tonight Cause we still got a million plans for the day Please don't let the day be 